Hi guys, this is David from Virginettes of Chiswick Park. I'm the head coach there and I'm just doing this recording, uh, this podcast for the benefit of knowing how to handle uh, objections in the consultation process when you go to sign up a new client to personal training. So my previous podcast was on delivering the perfect consultation and leading that on to private presentation and how to add value in that session. Um, and you know the idea of that is to get you as efficient as possible when dealing with members uh, and giving them the best possible experience so they feel that the right thing for them is to sign up to personal training um, but of course it's not always that easy and you will get occasional um, times where people are not convinced not sure at that time um, but what you've got to remember is that that person who is sitting down with you for either an induction, whether you call it a consultation or a tasting session and it, you know whatever you're doing in that session the reason they're sat down with you that and that moment in time is because they're looking for your help, uh, which means they already believe that there is something you can offer them today in that session, whether it's you showing them something new, whether they believe you've got the one secret to fat loss that they just can't find anywhere else on the internet. Um, you know, and maybe they do understand that they need to be doing personal training for a little bit of time to get the results. Uh, whatever their reason, they do believe that there is something in what you're going to show them today that's going to help them. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. So there's a little bit of value there already, and it's your job in that consultation, and then again in the objection handling if it gets to that stage, uh, to then convince them that they do need your help, in fact. So um, let me start off with some of the typical objections you might hear or might have heard quite regularly. Uh, let me just go away and think about it. Or I'm just going to go home and ask my, check with my husband. Uh, it's not a good time for me right now. I'm a bit busy at work. Uh, or just general, it's not a good time of year, I'm going on holiday, and then uh, I'll have a think about when I get back. I just need to check my finances. Can I take the price list uh, away and get back to you? Is that okay? And, you know, all the various variations of all of those type of um, objection hand, objections they come up with. So uh, all those things mean only one thing, okay? And they may be very honest, and they might just tell you it's they need to check their finances, it's, they're not sure if they can afford it, um, which is fairly open, fairly honest. A lot of the time you'll hear, oh, I need to just go and check with my husband. And the reason they probably want to check with the husband is because of the amount of money. Uh, but really, you know, they don't need their husband's permission to spend their money on PT if they want to, you know. Um, it, what's the likelihood that that is the, the actual case. But really, uh, and truly, whether or not that is true and they need to go and check with the husband, the one reason that they're not signing up is the same for all of those different objections. There's only one thing. All of it means is that they are not convinced about doing personal training with you. They do not yet see value in what you are offering them. And even if it, they say it's financial, even if they say they need to go away and think about it, even if they want to take the price list and think about it. Um, and that one, we've all done. You know, someone offers you a, something in the street or pulls you over and tries to sign you up for something and you realise you're being um, presented with the prices to something that you're not keen on, you're instantly, oh, let me just go away and think about it. Because it's the polite way out. Um, no one wants to tell you, actually, I don't think you're worth the money um, for what you're offering. So that is the truth, though. That is what the reason they're not signing up with you. They don't believe that what you've shown them today in this session is good enough and is going to get them results, and that's what they're here for. So uh, I suppose the objection process is to get to the bottom of that and find out what is the real reason they're not sure about doing personal training with you because that's simply what it is and uh, the likelihood is at that stage in the consultation you haven't got rapport with them and you might think you've got rapport and that's why you've presented the price Um, but quite often you can deviate from what's important in a consultation and you might end up talking about random things like uh, you know what describe to me a typical day um, for you 
went during the week and they might talk about how they wake up in the morning, have breakfast, go to work, da, 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 finish work and then play football. And then you start talking about football and then what team you like, who's your favourite player um, and how often you go to see games and all that kind of stuff. And then you're not talking about personal training and fitness and anything that's going to help you in this consultation at all. You're talking about them and building a friendship and it's kind of deviating from what you want to achieve. You want to stay very focused and very professional and steering them on the right track towards their goal. If you're able to sidetrack quite a bit for a conversation and as much as they're probably enjoying the conversation as much as you are it's not what they're here for they're not here they've got loads of friends to talk about football with and you need to convince them that you're the guy to help them with this goal so or the girl (laughs) so yes simply put they're not sure on something and you need to convince them okay so there's very various reasons to why that might be. It could be about you. They might have seen something uh, they're not sure on. They might have, you might have done something in the session or they might have seen you uh, with another client and they might not have liked the way you were or the way you spoke to someone or you carried coffee onto the gym floor. It looked very unprofessional. Um, you were texting when you're with your client or you might have been even using the app but it just didn't look professional uh, because you weren't sharing it with the client. You were just looking at your phone. So things to think about when you're um, delivering other sessions as well. Uh, but yeah, it could be you. It could be the product that you're offering, which is the, the session itself or uh, your consultation or your, uh, you know, if you're doing like an analysis of something on the body tracks, you might not have sounded like you knew what you're talking about. And they've come to you because they think you're the expert. And you may have uh, not really opened their eyes to what the problem is. And they might still think they can go away and do it without your help. Or they might not think that you have the answer and that there's no money worth investing into this. They may also not be happy with the company. So it's, I'd like to believe that's not the case because if they're a member at Virgin Active, the likelihood is they like Virgin Active and they've had a great experience. But on the odd example, they may not be having a great time at Virgin Active and you may be um, the one thing they're enjoying about joining the gym. So you may have to work a little bit harder in that respect. Um, they may have had a bad experience with another class. They may have had a bad experience with another instructor or another PT. Uh, or maybe even nothing to do with Virgin Active. They may have just had a bad experience with... Um, personal training at another club before or another trainer in the past and they're a bit reluctant to sign up so it's going to take a little bit more effort to, to sign up this person um, you will get people that come in straight away and we talked about this in the previous podcast that will just come in and they'll be red hot ready to go and you won't have to do anything and you'll walk away from that thinking that you're amazing at consultations and amazing at signing people up but you know you've just got someone who's very committed and re- really ready to sign up they know they need your help um but there's some people at the complete opposite end and it takes a little bit more convincing or they're a little bit harder work and they like to negotiate or they like to, you know, be, yeah, you have to work for it, you have to earn it. So let's talk about the step-by-step process. So we know that there's something they're not sure on. And well, I'm going to take you through maybe seven points that I like to use and they don't have to be all together, they don't have to all be used. Um, and maybe only one of these is all you need to break uh, that person subjection down into make realization that they need the help so simply but i think you should always start with this one really um when they say i'm not sure about doing personal training or let me go away and think about it say okay i understand and that's cool if you want to go away and think about it, absolutely fine but um may i ask what you're not sure on or what's your sticking point something to that effect what this does is it doesn't let them get away so easy and when I say that, it's not because you're trying to hog onto the, them, hold onto them and try and still, you know, 
keep hold of them so that you can get money out of them. It's not about that. It's not about making them feel uncomfortable either. It's trying to help them. And that's why you're there in the first place. That's probably why you got into personal training is to help people. So don't feel bad about challenging someone when they're saying they want to go away and think about it. You can still show understanding and you know appreciation for what they're saying. Uh, but you just want to challenge them a bit and try and help them a little bit more. Um, otherwise, you're doing a disservice and you're letting them go and you're letting them walk away from this consultation and you haven't given them everything you possibly can. Um, and their problem might be very simple and very resolvable, but you just haven't come across it in the consultation yet because you haven't built that rapport. So what are you not sure on? And they might say, oh, I just don't know if I've, I, I can afford it. I need to go home and check my finances. Um, and, you know, they might say something completely different. They might not quite open up yet. But either way, um, the reason they're doing that is because there's something not quite right. And if they go away and think about it again now, when you're not there they're not going to be any more convinced by themselves tomorrow. If they go home and look at their bank account, they're going to find reasons not to do it. Um, if they go and talk to their husband, who's not been with you, not met you, they're not going to see reasons to do it either, and they're going to convince their partner, you know, or their, the wife's going to convince the husband, that they're not ready to do PT, or they shouldn't be doing it, because it's a lot of money, and they don't see the value in it. So if you can't convince the person in front of you, how are you going to be able to convince the person sitting at home waiting to you know, tell their partner that they're not ready to do it? So... Try and keep them there and ask the questions to get the answer. So, what are you not sure on? If they say they're still not sure, like, I just don't um, think I can afford it, say, fair enough, I understand that. Um, But then ask them if they think it's a good idea. Do you think it's a good idea, or do you think PT will help you get your goals? What this is doing is it's bringing them back into the consultation and trying to add a bit more value to what you're offering. Because if they say... Yeah, of course. Yeah, I do think personal training would help me. I just, I just don't think I'm just not sure if I can afford it. So what they're saying is they do think the product is good, and if they don't, well, they probably wouldn't say that to you, face to be honest with you. But at least then, uh, if you've confirmed with them, they do believe that what you're doing will offer them the help they need. When it comes back to presenting the price, they're going to feel a bit silly having said yes. I think it will help me, but I don't want to pay for it, or I don't want to actually take the help. So. It's always worth asking that as the second point. So firstly, what are you not sure on? Secondly, yeah, I understand, but do you think it's a good idea? Do you think personal training will help you? Thirdly, appreciate whatever they're saying, but reassure them about that it's an investment and not a commitment. So what I mean here is you're going to get people that think of personal training as a never-ending thing that they're committed to a never-ending commitment so if you're on a direct debit for a contract for your phone or, or something else you know the payment comes out every month and you know if you're trying to sign someone up to a direct debit option if they're not sure 100 percent about doing this or if you haven't mapped out the journey towards their goal yet they're going to find it very difficult to want to commit to direct debit because they don't see the end point They think of it as, I'm going to be on direct debit and I'm going to be paying every month, every month, and I don't know when it's going to end. I'm just going to keep paying. And also, if they like you or you've got on pretty well, they think this is a nice guy or a nice girl. I don't know how to say no to this person. Um, I don't think I'll be able to cancel personal trade. I don't don't know how. I can't see how I'm going to get out of it. So I just shouldn't commit to it because there's no way out for me. And it's often uncertainty around what they're going to get out of personal training. They don't believe or, or can't picture getting to their goal and they can't see how they're going to stop doing it. What they're afraid of is getting in to about four, five, six months of personal training and not seeing any results. And they may have done that before or they may have known other people who've done that or they might just know that in the previous four, 
to six months, they've not achieved it. Uh, so it's a combination of adding value throughout your session with them, but also reminding them that it's an investment. And uh, the way you do that, you don't just say, oh, yeah, think of it as an investment. You would say something to the effect of, what I'd like to remind you is just, you know, my job as a personal trainer is to help you and to get you to your goal. Uh, but not only to get you to your goal, but to get you to the point where you feel comfortable and confident in the gym to be able to carry on and do it on your own so that you'll never need a personal trainer again. Now, in the consultation, you will have established a time frame when you set your SMART goal. You will say, this is going to take you six months to achieve your goal of weight loss, um, and you'll be happy at the end of six months. Now, we're going to get you to that goal in six months, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you all the knowledge that you need along the way so that when you finish that six-month block, you are ready not only to have achieved your goal, but to carry on and sustain those results with the knowledge and the education to know exactly what to do going forward so that you'll never have to need a PT again and you'll never get back to where you were at the start of this this um, journey. So you're empowering them with the knowledge to get their goal, but you're also reminding them that it isn't a long-term thing where they're going to be stuck with you forever. Um, and they may well choose to stay around longer, and that's what happens in a lot of cases, but they'll make that decision themselves. No one likes to be sold to. People like to buy, though. And if people are seeing results, they're going to stick around, and they're going to look ahead and map out the next journey if you add value that and give great service they're going to stick around for that so number one ask what you're not sure on number two ask them if they think it's a good idea to do personal training will it help them number three appreciate what they're saying but reassure them about commitment and that it's more of an investment so they what they get out of it is the goal the ability to sustain it on their own the idea that the personal training is a short-term thing um, and it's going to get them what they want Reminding them of that and reminding them that you won't look good as a personal trainer if you're training them in a year's time or a year and a half's time on this same goal. If you're working on this goal with them in a year and a half's time, that's not going to look good on you. So you're just as invested in this as they are. You really want them to get results and you're going to do everything you can to get them results. And, um, you know, you can pretty much guarantee them results. And I know a lot of trainers are afraid to say that word or, you know, commit to that because they... They know that it's not all on them and they might write the best program and give the best food uh, coaching and diet advice ever. But if the person doesn't do it, they're not going to get the results. And of course, we all know that. Um, but at the same time, you can pretty much guarantee that you'll get them results if they follow exactly what you tell them. Um, you should be confident enough to know your stuff and know that what you're offering them is going to get them results. And you know, if you're not, then maybe you need to look at what your service is because you don't believe in it. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it, should be, it should be a given. It should be a guarantee. To, you, know, you sign up with a personal trainer, you're going to get results. Because... Otherwise, why would people sign up? Why are you offering your service as a personal trainer? You know, pay all this money and you might get results. No, you're selling the dream. You want them to believe they can get results. Because if you don't believe it or there's any hesitation on your part, they're not going to believe it. So convince them in that bit there that what they're getting for their money is an investment. They're investing in their health and their future because they will get exactly what they want at the end of the journey and be able to carry it on on their own without any more help, without any more money on PT. They will know what to do on their own. Cool. So, number four. Um, I would then ask them a question if they're still not sure at that stage. It kind of leads on from what we just said about the investment. And then ask them a question. Say, okay, let me, let me put it like this. On, um, let's say you are, someone said to you, your, your goal uh, is to get, lose 10 kg in three months or three stone in six months if you someone said to you you can definitely guarantee your result you'll get this result if you do everything i say and 
you know, all you've got to do is pay this amount at the start of each month for six months, and then you're there. Would you do that? Would you pay that amount if you knew there were no more payments coming after that? If they say yes, then you're in a pretty good position because you can just say to them, well, that's exactly what I'm offering you here today. If they say no, well, they might even acknowledge that it is the same thing you're offering. Um, but it might make them realise that it's a bit more a rational way of thinking about it. Um, you can even do a little diagram with like month one to, to six and say, you know, this payment here, this payment there. And kind of make it very visual for them. They might be more visual learner than be talked at. Um, so, yeah, just trying to give them that visual representation of you know, this is where your money's coming out. Would you do this to get that goal? And they say, yes, I would pay that amount of money if I could definitely get that goal. Even if you said, um, if you could just click your fingers at the end of six months and you would get the result, would you pay this amount of money to be able to do that, to be able to click your fingers and get your result at the end of six months? If they then say, yeah, of course, then you could say, well, okay, it's not as easy as that. You're not going to be able to click your fingers and get results. But I can pretty much guarantee you that if you follow my advice and my program, and work with me over the six months, you're going to get those results just by paying the same amount of money. And that's a pretty powerful thing to say. You know, you can say that you're going to guarantee the results and really put it, make it simplify it for them. Then they're going to, you know, you're taking a lot of pressure from them of all this thinking and worrying. You're kind of reminding them that what they're going to get out of it is is what they want and what they came here today to find out about. And they wanted a result. If they believe that you know what you're talking about, if you really deliver it with confidence, use that confidence that you know exactly what you're doing, they're going to sign up with you. All right, number five, I would then say, okay, so um, if they're still saying no, they're still not sure about it, so look, okay, I understand where you're at. I understand you would like to go and think about it. And, you know, um, just what I'd just like to ask you uh, or remind you just that, you know, that this is what I'm offering you today is the most cost effective way of getting you to your goal. Um, and then I ask the question, how, how important is it to you? Because um, I recommend starting right away. Uh, the reason I say that is because if you go away and think about it, the likelihood is that problem still going to be there. Whatever's holding you back now is still going to be there. And I'm not going to be there to be able to convince you or, or you know, remind you of what you need to do to get your goal. Um, the likelihood is that you, you won't have any more desire to do it tomorrow than you would today. Um, and also, if you decide, let's say, in a week's time that you want to start training with me, that's fine, we can do that. But you may have lost a week. You may have gone in the opposite direction. Um, and it will be that little bit more effort towards your goal. Whereas if you start right away and you make that commitment now or make that investment now, then you know you're off to a good start. You're going to be on the right path sooner rather than later. And it means I can get started in your program right away and give you the best possible advice going forward with your training. How does that sound? And that's what I'd say, actually, at the end of each of these stages, what are you not sure? And try and reassure them, how does that sound? If they're still not sure, you know, next point. And then ask, how does that sound? Or how are you feeling about that? What, is it, what do you think to that? And just getting their honest opinion at each step. It's almost like checkpoints. If they're happy at each stage, you kind of tick that off. And then if they, at the end of this, then they've kind of said yes to everything, then there's almost no way for them to turn back and say, well, yeah, okay. I mean, if you're telling them this is the most cost-effective way of getting you to your goal, they're not going to feel like there's a better option elsewhere, you know. Reminding them how important it is to them, you know, if you say on a scale of 1 to 10, how important it is to you, 
is 10. Okay, in that case, I recommend starting right away. You know, you're not saying I recommend starting away just because I want you to start right away. They're saying it's important to them. So if it's really important to them, that's your recommendation. You're recommending to start right away because that is the best thing they could possibly do right now. If they go away and think about it and it's really important to them, the light it is they, they're not going to sign up because they're going to talk themselves out of it. So just being honest with them and reminding them that you're doing it for them as opposed to for you. And this is all about them. Lastly, I'd have one more stab. Uh, if they're still not sure, I'd say, right, so if they say, for example, it's expensive or if they're um, still unsure, they might have said, yes, I think it's a great idea. Yes, uh, I understand that I'd be getting more out of it and it's an investment and not a commitment and that I wouldn't be paying forever. And yes, I would love to be able to clip my fingers and get results and I would pay that money to get there, of course. Um, I think it's just the, 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 there's a little bit of doubt in my mind that I've actually got what it takes to get there or whatever it is. I understand it's the most cost-effective way and that I should probably start right away. But I'm just still not sure. I still feel like I'm, I'm not. And then they're basically not sure about the getting results. That's the only thing they could possibly be unsure about at this stage. If they, if they can genuinely afford it or find a way to, to make those payments, then, you know, the, the reason would be they just don't believe they, that they do it. And in that case, they're probably not ready. But it's worth trying one last time and say, okay, great. I understand where you're coming from. I understand what you're saying. And um, all I'd ask is, what would you expect for this amount? So if they said, oh, it's um, £55, I'm just, it's quite expensive. Or um, I've seen it down the road at Snap Fitness and it's only £30. You know, what would I, you know, what would I be getting for that amount? Or um, what you could do is turn it around and then say, okay, well, what would you expect for this amount of money per session? Or even, why do you think it costs this much versus at Snap Fitness where it's cheaper? They're then going to almost validate the product for you. So they might say, um, I guess you charge more because you're a better trainer or because you, you're going to get me results and because you're very experienced, you know, all those kind of things. And you can sit there and you can acknowledge them and nod or um, agree with what they're saying. Uh, and then you, at the end, you can add to it. You know, if you ask them, what would you expect for this amount? And they say, I'd expect results. I'd expect a training program. I'd expect nutritional advice. And um, yeah, if they say all of those things, then all you've got to do is kind of agree and say, yes, um, that is basically exactly what you're going to get. Um, but actually, you're going to get a little bit more than that along the way because um, you've asked for results. We're going to get you those results. Uh, you've asked for a nutrition plan or nutrition advice. You're going to get that. You're going to get the training program you've asked for. But not only that, you're going to get a PT app that's going to run alongside your training and your nutrition. It's going to have all of that together in one place so it's easily accessible for you. And you're going to have constant communication with me so that we can keep you on track. Um, I'm going to track your results along the way so that we can make sure you're making progress. Uh, you're also going to get recommendations on what classes are good for you outside of your training. You're going to get a core and a home workout that you can do either in the gym or at home um, so that when you're away or if you're on holiday or when you're not able to get to the gym because of time, uh, you can still keep up your training up and you can still achieve your goals when you're not in the club. How does that sound? So you've not only confirmed with them what they want, you've actually added in a few more golden nuggets for them to really see value in what you're offering there's a few more guarantees there. there's a few more extras that you can absolutely deliver on but it just makes it that extra special to them that they know exactly where their money's going and they whether or not they believe 100 that all that stuff is going to make a difference if they ask another trainer what their value is do you think then the trainer will be able to say all those things with that so much confidence and if you deliver it with such confidence, they're going to think, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. This guy's confident to get me results, uh, which instills me with confidence. 
and he knows what he's talking about. It sounds like he knows what he's talking about. It sounds like he has sat down with people millions of times and talked to them in the exact same way and got people results. He seems like he knows his stuff and he is going to get me the goal. He is the guy. This is the guy. And you want them to walk away from that consultation and that objection process knowing or thinking that. If, for whatever reason, because some people simply cannot afford it and that's just a genuine fact, they may really need to go and check out their bank balance and check or or pass, confirm with their husband um, or, their, or their wife or their partner. So at that point, you've done pretty much everything you possibly can to reassure them and build rapport because you've asked some really good questions. You've made it about them, which is what it's all about. You've shown you care. And the only thing you can do in this stage is, if they're still saying no, is, you know, empathise and yeah, sympathise with them in their situation. Just end the consultation on good terms and be supportive. So what I would then say is, okay, look, I don't want to force you into doing anything you're not sure about. I, I can see you're, you're definitely unsure about something uh, or unsure about this at the moment. So I don't think you're ready yet to just jump into PT. I'd like to go away and think about it, um, as you initially suggested. Um, but if it is important to you, I would love to help you. And I can see that I do think it's important to you, um, but it's just not, maybe not the right time yet, or you just do need to genuinely go and check this stuff. Um, but I would love to help you get to your goal. I really think you can do it, and we can do it as a team. Um, what I'll do is I'd love to send you an email uh, with a few top tips and maybe even a little bit of a workout program just to, just to get you started so that you don't lose out on this week while you think about it. Uh, and what I'll do is I'll get in touch with you in a week's time, see how you're feeling about it and um, take it from there. How does that sound? And they say, yeah, sure, that sounds great. So you're being supportive and you're giving them a little bit of a service and a bit of experience, a bit of a flavour of what it would be like to have you as a personal trainer. Keep in contact with them, send them some tips over email, keep, keep in touch with them and see that as a golden lead. Don't see it as someone who's you know, out of the picture. Um, don't harass them, of course, but send them a little bit of communication so they know you're there and they know you're available to help. And because uh, ultimately you need to do that. Otherwise, if you if you don't get touch base with them in that week, um, they're gonna feel like okay, I can't do it without this guy. Um, I can't do it with this guy because he's he's not even contacted me during the week. Um, he's only gonna help me if I, I'm paying for it. So I would still touch base with them even though they haven't paid for it. And say the reason you're doing that is to help them and keep them on track. So I hope that makes sense because that's pretty much what I would do in any given situation because, you know, it's, you have not given up at the end there. What you're doing is you wanted them to have the best possible services that you can offer them. And at that stage, it really is up to them and that, and that decision. And, you know, you've done everything you can and that's all you can ask yourself or ask of yourself. And not 100% of people need PT or will do PT. Uh, the likelihood is if they're with you, they do need PT and are pretty open to it or somewhat open to it or think that there's some value in what you've got to say. Um, if they're, if they're um, sat down with you in the first place, if they're still objecting at the end of that, then you haven't let them go easy. You've just given them a bit more of a, uh, a challenge and kind of given them more things to think about when they go away, which you can feel good about. If you let them go when they say, uh, nah, I just don't think uh, I'm ready to do PC or I need to go and think about it or it's not a great time right now. If they say any of those things they haven't mentioned before the consultation, then it's something along the way that hasn't sat right with them and they'll probably leave and they probably won't sign up again, in all honesty. Um, and sometimes the trainer will say, I've got someone signing up, they, they need to go home and check, but they're, they're going to come back and uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to sign up PT with me. And in my head, all I'm thinking is that person's not coming back and sign up with you. And, uh, you know, that's the that's quite a brutal thought, to be honest. It's not very nice to hear that. And um, I always say to people, okay, and I explain the situation, that the likelihood is they're not going to come back. Um, and I try and get that in early with the PT so they understand that you don't want to let them go because that's a lead lost. 
they may come back down the line. I have had it where someone has said they want to go away and think about it and they've come back and they've bought a pack um, down the line. But it was like a few months after uh, when they really decided they needed help. Um, and they always needed help, but I didn't convince them early enough. And what, meant that, what that meant is that I let them go and I didn't give them the best possible service because I could have helped them there and then in the moment and I should have added that element of urgency onto it, but I didn't. So they came back when they really felt they needed help and I could have done that earlier. So, you know, there is things that you can do around the gym where you, you will plant seeds with members and you'll give them a great service and it might not be about signing them up there and then. That person might come back in a month's time or a couple of months' time to sign up, but you can't guarantee... Um, that if you know you had a conversation with someone that person's not definitely going to sign up you know you keep talking to people you keep saying how's your training going and 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 find out where they're at and and just being a good guy and a nice person to speak to on the gym floor a helpful person someone who cares about people and they're the people that are going to sign up with you when they feel that you care about them in the consultation however when it gets to the end and they are undecided you let them go and they're not coming back and i've done that i've been there and i definitely am not a very good salesperson um naturally it's taken some work for me to understand the process and, and feel very good about it. Um, but in my last seven consultations, um, I've delivered and I've signed up seven people out of seven. And the reason for that is uh, because I'm very confident in what I'm offering. I know that I'm going to get the results. And it's not about selling them a product I don't believe in. They've come to me for help and I really believe I can help them get results. And I, I'm delivering on that. So that's the difference between not being confident and what I was doing before, uh, sorry, what I was doing before, where I was not confident and being confident and selling it to that person because it's effortless when you really believe what you're offering is, is the best possible service that anyone else could do. So just to recap, objections can come in any form. Oh, I need to go and check with my family or I need to go and check with my partner. Uh, I need to go and check my finances. It's too expensive. It's not a good time for me right now. I'm very busy at work at the moment. Uh, I'm going to go on holiday, so let me come back and think about it. I'm not fit enough yet. I need, I'm not strong enough yet. I actually need to uh, build up my fitness a little bit, do some of the classes, and then I'll think about personal training. Um, yeah, maybe. Let me go away and think about it, and I'll come back to you. Or can I take the price list, and uh, then I'll, I'll let you know. And all that means, all of those objections are exactly the same. They could say any of those things. I'm, I'm not interested. I'm not listening. I know the real reason, and the real reason is that I have not convinced them. I haven't added value. So you need to add value at some point in that consultation, that will save you the objection handling process. But if you still haven't managed to do it yet, you need to get them back into that consultation process, remind them that what you're offering is going to get them their goal, take them back in and kind of nip it in the bud, kind of reinforce what they're not sure on, remind them, reassure them. That's what you're doing in this objection handling process. Option one or step one, ask them, what are you not sure on? Step two, say you understand, but ask them if they think it's a good idea or if they think that PT will help them get the results. Number three, appreciate what they're saying, um, but reassure them about investing versus committing and that it's not going to take them a year, it's going to take them six months. You're going to educate them. They'll have the knowledge to be able to carry this on on their own without the help of first trainer ever again. So it shows the investment there from both your sides. Four, Ask them the question is if they could click their fingers in six months' time and only have to pay this amount of money and they could guarantee results by clicking their fingers at the end of six months, would they do it? The likelihood is they would. So just remind them that's what we're doing today. You're not going to click your fingers. It's not going to be as easy. But what we're offering is going to get you those results and you're paying the same amount of money. 
Number five, remind them it's the most cost-effective way of getting them to your, their goal and ask them how important it is to them, you know, and therefore lead on to recommending them start right away because it is the best option for them in terms of cost. It is the best option in terms of getting them to their goal. And if it's important to them, you recommend starting right away for the various reasons we talked about. And number six, the last effort, what would they expect for this amount? What would you expect? Um, or why do you think it costs this much? And then you reaffirm what they're saying, agree with them, and then add on extra things that they're going to get with the training and the nutrition to remind them and reinforce that what they're getting is the best possible service. And lastly, number seven, if they're still not signed up, empathise with them, leave on good terms, be supportive, give them everything you possibly can in whatever capacity you can. If it's an email, if it's a text, if it's a call, if you're seeing them in the gym or inviting them to your classes or getting them on some sort of routine for the week before they come back, you come back to them, that's fine. Whatever it is, just leave on good terms. The last thing you want is for someone to walk away not feeling like you're there for them if they need to. And that is pretty much it in a nutshell. So it's it sounds quite lengthy. It sounds quite complicated. Um, and it sounds quite structured. And it feels like, oh, if I don't tick all those boxes or do those things in the right order, then I might not be able to sign someone up or I might do it wrong and I might lose them. And that's not the case at all. And I don't have these rehearsed. I had to write these down. I've got these in front of me right now as I'm talking to you. So um, it doesn't always come naturally. And the reason I've sort of reeled them off like this is because each situation is different and people will present you with a different objection. And that doesn't, that doesn't matter. Um, but there will be a different reason as to why you haven't done it. So there's something they're not sure on. And the only way you're going to find out what the problem is is by asking them. And when, when you ask that question, all you can guarantee is that you haven't built rapport and you haven't added value yet. So your job over whatever question you next ask is to reassure them that there's value in what you're giving them and reassure them that you can help them and you're doing it for them and you're, and you're caring about them. And the various points I just went through should help with that. And hopefully you'll see your conversion rate go up from this. I'd love to hear how you get on with the, the new uh, objection handling process. Um, I'd also like to credit a couple of PTs in my team who've given me inspiration for some of these great tools here. Um, the objection process um, that I know is tried and tested with some of my guys and they've done a really good job with it and some of the ideas from them uh, are fantastic and they've sort of signed everyone up they've seen using these processes so I think it is a proven um, way of doing things you've just got to deliver it with confidence if it feels very robotic or a bit rigid then it's not going to work so you make it your own style learn what works best for you trial and error you know the worst case scenario they don't sign up that was going to happen anyway if you didn't try and ask these questions. So be ballsy, go for it. You want to help them, so offer your help as much as you can. And remember, it's about them. You're helping them. They're not necessarily helping you. You're doing it for them, okay? So if you have any questions, feel free to pop me a message or an email, david.mcdermott at virginactive.co.uk. And I look forward to hearing from you and seeing how you guys get on with the training. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.